0: Welcome back to the Multi Channel Reseller Podcast. This is Joshua Esters, and I'm back again with another episode. It's been a while. It's been a while, and Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you had a great New Year, great holidays, whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, Kwanzaa, all of that. Hope you're doing well, and I hope you had a great holiday. So, this episode, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about something very important, very important and very, um, you know, very, uh, very at the right time. You know, this this is the perfect time to talk about this subject that we're going to talk about. Our main topic, that is, um, which we're going to get into later. You know, we're not going to just jump right in. I got a few other things I want to talk about before then. Um, but everything is going to lead up to it. So... Um man, you know, 2023, we are here. We are here and it's going to be an amazing it's going to be an amazing amazing year. You know, it's going to be a lot of weird things happening just like the last couple of years, you know. None of that's going to stop, but um all we can do is control our actions, and if we can control our actions, then we can control our results. So yeah, we'll get we'll get in we'll get in more into that later. Um, you know, as usual, let's give a quick shout out, you know, got a few people I mean, I'm looking at a few of my numbers and you know, got a few new listeners, you know. I I could tell there's a few people coming coming new to the show, you know. I appreciate that. Um I appreciate that and also appreciate, you know, all the folks who just uh keep tuning in, you know and while i've been um mia met rather you know um i'm glad i to see you know just looking at my dashboard for the podcast or whatever that you know some of, some some of the old so older episodes um people may have missed those and they went back to listen to those so um you know thank you for that <clears throat> thank you for that so um i do um you know, I'm, I'm grateful for whoever stops by and listens. You know, I'm not the most popular podcast right now, you know, and um, right now, you know, we are pretty underground and I like I like being underground right now. You know, we are, you know, pretty much under the radar, you know what I'm saying? So it's a real small um, group of people, you know, who are who are tuning in. Which is cool, you know. Which is all good, you know. So I'm just very grateful for uh, being able to be here and and hopefully, you know, give 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 value. Maybe that's the reason why people keep coming back or, you know, pick up a few listeners here and there. Um, hopefully, there's something valuable that I'm talking about. That is the hope, or that is you know what I'm hoping. Um, a few things. So a few things before we get, uh, before we go further, I wanted to make a few corrections uh on a few things that i've said in the previous podcast so there were two things and i and, and i noticed i said them in you know wrong you know when i right when i finished i was like wait oh man I, I said that wrong um so for for anybody who remembers the last podcast um i did talk about my pop i talked about poshmark for a second and I was saying my my formula in terms of how I price my items, uh, I said that um, I do cost of goods times two, and that is not all the way correct. I do cost of goods times two plus ten dollars. That is that is my formula that I use. Um, that that's not that's not something that works for every single person, and I don't sell every single item. At that price uh sometimes uh, you know I, I I give in to a few offers here and there, but most times I don't you know, so it's cost of goods plus ten that that's what i've uh that's that's how I price my stuff when I do that, I generally get a uh um, a sixty uh, percent about about sixty percent um return on my on my cash so my cost of goods sold are you know ten dollars I make six back so uh, it's been very good and it, it poshmark is 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 one of my favorite platforms you know um I remember way way back in the day, a little further back a couple of years ago, I was really heavy with poshmark and um and i i enjoyed i enjoyed you know being on the platform. But it has been a bit a bit unpredictable for me, but it's an easy platform for me so I continue to sell on it um but anyways so uh and then i also so it's not two corrections it's actually one one correction that being the correction and the other thing I wanted to say was that um I was talking about my private label product, my my first one, the one that I abandoned ship on. Um you know, you'd have to, you know, go back in the episodes to to learn more about that. But one thing that's interesting about that product that I never talked about and I keep I keep forgetting to talk about it is even though it's not like some hot seller, you know. I was I was looking at my my analytics and I sold, um, 59 last year. So I had the product up, had a product, I had the product up, um, with January last year, 2022, late December, 2020, 2021 21, maybe I think January 2022 though, but you know, I sold 60, almost 60. So that's on average about 12, 12 units per month. You know, nothing too crazy, but I'm just excited that, you know, people are buying it, you know, and I'm not losing money on a per sale basis. So, um, so that, that's cool. But, but the, one of the things that was interesting about it is I've never on, on all 60 of those units, I haven't got one return. No one's ever returned it. You know, no one's ever returned it. No one's ever received it. And say, you know what, I don't like it, or it doesn't fit, or it's not what I thought it was. You know, all the excuses that people give you when they want to return stuff, right? No one's ever said any of that. And, um, you know, and and I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting. Now, here, here's the thing. Um, there may be something there with that product. I just don't know how to squeeze it out of it. I did everything that I, I knew, how, uh, knew what I can do, but... At the rate of sales that I'm getting off of all the things that I've done so far, I don't, I don't, I don't see uh, any, I don't see any reason to pour more money into it. So, you know, I'm getting, I get, I'm, I'm getting a return on my money and that's all I'm asking for right now. You know, it doesn't really have legs to me. Maybe it does. Oh, and also, also, uh, you know, I got like 30 reviews. So I got like uh, 29 to be exact. I got 30 reviews that are visible, you know, on this product. So um, it, it has It has some social proof, right? That's some social proof there. And I'm just going to let it do its thing, you know. Um, right now, I'm selling the product for more than what I was selling it for last year. So it, it, it just may, it may take time for it to kick in. Maybe this product may revive itself, you know. Maybe people need it, you know, maybe the social proof needed to be there or whatever, you know. Um, but I have a new price that I'm testing a new price and, uh, it's higher than the price that I was selling. It was 10, about $10 higher than the price that I had, that I had it at over the last four or five months. But I think, um, you know, some sales have been coming in at this new price. So I think maybe I had it too cheap. I had the price too low and people kind of wrote it off. I think at the price that I have it, I think it's it's a reasonable and acceptable price. acceptable price, And um, I'm going to roll with it for now. I'm just going to leave it as is and, and see what happens, you know. So I'm not putting any more energy or attention to that. Um, but yeah, so, <clears throat> okay, cool. So that's that. And I want to jump back in and talking about my Q4 numbers, right? So when I gave the Q4 numbers, the last episode, it was the beginning of December. Okay. So, uh, it wasn't completely complete, obviously, but just to give people a rundown for anybody interested, anybody who cares to know. Um, so I got my numbers here. Q4, uh, I'm sorry, not Q4. This is just for the entire year. Okay. So my Q, what 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 did I do last episode? I think last episode I gave my year to date up until the beginning of December when I re- when I recorded. Um, yeah, so maybe I did that, but the, you know I'm just basically updating you. So I'm giving my year year to date or year over a year rather, uh, the whole year of 2022. Um, my numbers for the whole year. So Etsy, I completed completed the year on Etsy with 347K. Um so three yeah three hundred forty seven thousand and that is up 50% year over year. Okay. So I did 50% more than I did the previous year. So not yet quite double obviously but um I did half as much half as more than I did a previous year. Uh, eBay I ended at 31,000 and I was up only 4% year over year. Um in Poshmark I ended the year at 16,000 and I don't know the year over year for Poshmark. It didn't it didn't have. That's not I have to do the math on that myself. When I was going to do that. It takes too much time. Um and then Amazon I did uh 34,000 in sales. And I don't know what it was year over year, but it's definitely down. I I did not do uh the numbers that I did the previous year. And if honestly, I think I probably did about the same. And and I and I, and I, I don't really count Amazon in my business mainly, but it's just for, you know, the purposes of transparency. I don't really count it because I didn't make any money on any of that thirty-four thousand. I actually lost about six hundred bucks. I had a total loss of my Amazon sales about six hundred dollars. I talked about that in previous podcasts. I'm not about to go over it over um, over it again. Um, but the total, my total sales for the year twenty twenty two was four hundred twenty eight thousand. Okay, um, yeah, that's the most I've ever done, ever, you know, in a given year. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You know, I did not meet any of my sales goals. <laughs> you know, I didn't meet any of them. Um, but I, I hope that, not I hope, I got to stop using the word hope. Jeez. But um, I plan on, you know, having that change where, you know, I'm, I'm meeting the goals that I'm mm-hmm. setting. So, so that's that. That is that. And I'm going to, circle back to that a little bit later so there's a few things that are going to be different about this podcast coming up i am changing the name of the podcast again okay I'm changing the name again and um and i think this time is going to stay what i change it to you know uh, the reason why I say that is because I got a whole lot of stuff already with the name change. I got, you know, logos, I got, you know, uh, all this other stuff that already has the new name on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so it's going to make it difficult for me to change it again. Um so, you know, if you if you if you ever, you know, listen back for the, you know, some of you, you know, have been listening for a while, but I I changed the name of the podcast three times that I can remember, okay, um, I, th- I think I changed it four times, but I, I, only, I only can remember three right now, so at the beginning, so if you ever go back in, in, in my podcast, like if you ever go way back, I know, I know a lot of people, my most popular episode is my um, how to, um, how to start an Amazon FBA business, that's my most popular episode, Okay. and people still listen to that listen to the episode now if you know now like i i am i'm not an anti amazon but i am far from that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm not an, an an fba seller anymore that's not me that that doesn't define my my business anymore but at that time it did and um it's it's the most it was the most popular episode i've ever had. Anyways, when you go back and listen to like old episodes, you'll, you'll hear me say, welcome to XYZ Podcast. It's just a different name that I had it at. So the first name that I had this podcast as was 9 to 5 to Rich. So the 9 to 5 to Rich Podcast. And um, I had it that way for quite a bit of time. And then I changed it to, um, I believe I changed it to... Uh, after that, it was the walk away FBA podcast. So walk away FBA. So if you kind of think like, okay, I'm walking away from FBA. Right. So when I had a, um, you know, an e-commerce midlife crisis, if you will, with, uh, with Amazon FBA. And, you know, I was going through somewhat of, you know, somewhat of a rage, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So I was going through somewhat of a rage and, and um and I and I called the podcast Walk Away FBA. And that was kinda like the the beginning of, you know, developing the multi channel strategy. Okay, where I'm walking away from FBA and I'm exploring uh other channels to uh, you know, have a better e commerce experience. Because, you know, so much there's so much drama when it comes to Amazon FBA that people just don't realize, you know, a lot of people come in to want to do e-commerce and they go what they go straight to Amazon FBA. And I get it, it's the most it's the most marketed thing, um, you know, when it comes to e commerce. It's It's probably it's probably the most marketed idea, uh, you know, selling FBA, right? And 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 the thing is there's a lot of unfortunately, you know, um there's a lot of money to be made marketing that business strategy okay it's it's the sexy right it's the it's the uh it's it's the you know apartment complexes it's the the real estate it's the it's the the apartment complexes like real estate uh, like like it is for like apartment complexes like it is for real estate um fba for e-commerce right It's, it's the sexy thing that uh you know people want to do or people are drawn to but it's also the most risky (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's the most risky and amazon fba has changed so much even when i got into the game see and this thing is full circle i i i notice this is how a lot of things work in the digital space period whereas um you know They go through these phases, right? At the beginning, where it's you know, uh, wild, wild west. You know, chaos. You can do anything. Anything goes. You know, whether it's crypto, whether it's uh, YouTube, whether it's almost any new technology that comes out. Okay, you know that that has that has legs. You know, I mean, something that's that's significant. Okay, there is going to be a wild. wild west period okay where anything goes i mean you're gonna see people making crazy amounts of crazy amounts of money doing the dumbest things doing the smallest amounts of things putting the least amount of effort in right so even when i came in the game in 2017 people were leaving fba and i didn't really notice this until years later I noticed people were leaving FBA because it started to get a little tight, right? Meaning, okay, Amazon is shutting down listings. Amazon is, uh, you know, uh, requiring approvals, brand approvals and things like that. That was happening when I was coming in. Now, I didn't, I wasn't there a couple years before that, so it didn't, it didn't matter to me, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay, this is what I'm working with right now. And I worked with it, okay? So, um but there are a lot of private label people you know getting away with selling spatulas, selling flashlights right just basic shit okay that are very competitive right you now you can't just put up a flashlight on Amazon and make a million dollars a year you make, you can't put a spatula up on Amazon and make a million dollars a year. Your spatula must be able to clean itself it must be able to fly it must be able to uh, you know, do all kinds of magic tricks. That's the only way that you're going to sell a million dollar spatula. Okay. But you just can't put a basic spatula up. Right. So, so, um, so this adoption phase, right. But then <clears throat> what Amazon did was what they were doing was they were, they were moving through phases. Okay. The first phase is wild, Wow, west. Anybody could do anything, you know, you can sell anybody's brand. You can go to Target. You can, you know, upload a, a Target brand, a Target brand product. You can list it on Amazon and sell it and, and do all this this stuff, right? But then they start, once people start adopting the technology and, and and relying on the technology, now they start putting in the rules, all right? Oh, no, you can't sell this brand. Oh, no. This brand is not compliant with whatever government agency. Oh no. Now we're going to be collecting taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember like not too long ago, I think maybe five or six, maybe six years ago, maybe five, you weren't paying taxes on your Amazon sales or your Amazon purchases. Rather, you weren't paying taxes. I mean, maybe six or seven years ago, you weren't paying taxes. Okay. Now, when that was happening, that was killing mom-and-pop businesses, killing it. Because you can go on Amazon, buy something, that's generally, that's, the idea was when you buy something on Amazon, it's cheaper. That's not always the case. That used used to be the, the thought process. People used to think that. People probably still do. But you can go on Amazon, buy something, not pay taxes. Okay? Not pay any taxes. Now, what does that do to... Mom and, mom and pop businesses and also large corporations you know where you like Target or Walmart or whatever you have to pay taxes when you buy things so um, uh, so you know that was all planned out you know don't think any of this stuff is not planned out it all is that way now I kind of went off on a tangent didn't mean to do that did not mean to do that okay I meant to talk about the name change of the podcast <laughs> All right, so let's let's uh, let's get back to it. So I had a um, walkaway FBA, yeah, that's that's why uh, that you know I changed it to walkaway FBA. I was walking away from FBA, and then um, that was the early stages of me going multi-channel. Once I developed my multi-channel strategy, I called the, uh, changed the name of the podcast to Multi-Channel Reseller Podcast, right? So that's what I've been saying for a little while now multi-channel reseller podcast um but there's two reasons why i am changing it again okay so one reason why is i don't consider myself a reseller in the cultural sense okay now yes technically i am a reseller technically if you buy something Okay, If you buy something with the intention of reselling it, you can even buy raw materials with the intention of reselling it. Whether you resell it as is or resell it packaged up or, you know, if you did something, if you made modifications to it, it's still called reselling. You're still reselling. OK, so technically we are all resellers, even when you buy your private label products from from um, from China or India or or uh, Cambodia or Africa or whatever you do okay when you're buying products and you're at the attentions of reselling it, of selling it you are a reseller technically okay so at one point <clears throat> when I was transitioning out of FBA I had to come to the realization that oh this is FBA thing is not an FBA thing. Okay, if that makes sense to you. What it is is reselling. Okay, you are in the merchant business. One of the oldest businesses in one of the oldest industries in the world ever to ever exist is merchant. Okay, very simple. You buy stuff wholesale or you buy stuff at one price and you sell it at another price. That is all you're doing, okay? When I understood that, I was able to look at it from a greater perspective. This is when I'm transitioning out of FBA. I said, oh, I, I am not an Amazon seller, okay? Anyone who deems themselves as an Amazon seller I, 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 I don't subscribe to that title. Okay. I don't subscribe to that title. I don't want to be an Amazon seller. I don't want to be an eBay seller. I don't want to be an Etsy seller. Guess what I am. I am a seller. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I have no allegiance to any of these platforms. My goal is to go wherever I can get sales. That's the, one of the premises of the multi-channel strategy. You cast your net to wherever you're, you're, um, you're likely to get sales. Now, sometimes, you know, you don't know, um, if a platform or a, a selling platform rather, like, um, you know, um, whether they have Depop, what are the other ones they have, I can't even think right now. Uh Facebook, you know, you sell on Facebook Marketplace or you know, Facebook, whatever, uh, Instagram, you know, wherever you can sell products, okay, those are channels. Okay. Sometimes you don't know where if your if your product will sell well on a platform, but guess what? You don't need to know. It's so easy to get your products up and to test, okay. So you t- go up, you know, you you choose a market, you you choose a selling platform, you put your products up there and test it. Okay. That's all I've done. All I've done. I didn't know what was going to work. All i had done was say, okay, you know what? I don't want to sell on Amazon anymore. Let me try eBay and, I, and not new products. These are the same products. Let me try these same products on eBay. That's how I, um, uh, I actually started on, when I branched off of uh, Amazon, I did Macari and eBay. I think I did a little bit of posh. Uh, And I eventually went bigger into posh later on. But I know, I remember doing Macari. everything Everything I'm talking to you about, I've talked about in the past, okay? So I have episodes where I go deep on this stuff. But, you know just going off my memory right now but back then it's more accurate in those episodes so i was doing macari um i remember okay here's how it started i'm at walmart and this was like december you know uh you know december 2000 maybe what 18 i think and um, late December. So I'm trying to like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm buying a TV, you know, I'm, some sale, there's some, some something on sale or some shit like that. I am buying a TV, not even doing any retail arbitrage. This is when I was still heavy in retail arbitrage. I'm not doing retail arbitrage. I'm just up there buying a TV. I saw a lady talking to cashier about these products that they had locked up behind the cashier uh, desk or whatever that is uh, the cashier class and the lady look, looked at the product and something it wasn't what she thought it was whatever you know the the uh the the cashier took the product from her put it back into the little thing they had there and locked it back up i said hey what is that Okay, I said, "What's that?" She unlocked it, took it out, showed me. I scanned it with my Amazon app. Amazon said, "I am brand restricted." I said, "Okay, let me look on Macari." And 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 this is a shout out to the Peer Hustle Podcast. If you ever um, uh, PHP Peer Peer Hustle Podcast, I was listening to them during that time, and they sell. On a few other platforms like one of the guys uh, i think his name was josh and um he was selling on macari he was selling heavy on poshmark at the time okay and he was selling on macari and that's how i heard about these platforms i had downloaded the app but then i, I said oh wow these actually are selling a lot on uh macari and also ebay so right then and there i bought 20 i bought 20 actually i bought 19 the the cashier gave me one for free because she didn't scan it right and i you know i did not walk away you know i acknowledged it i said hey what you know you only charge me for 19 she said go ahead and take it i said okay all right so um <clears throat> so i i i bought i i got 20 of them sold immediately i was selling them i bought them for I bought them for, I think I bought them maybe $20 a piece. And I was selling them for 35 plus shipping. So I was making like 10 bucks or something like that uh, per sale. And I was selling on both Macari and uh, uh, eBay, excuse me. Both Macari and eBay. That was the first product I sold on, uh, on eBay. And one of the first products I sold on Macari. I think it may have been the first or one of the first. And then I was on a hunt to find these products that's where it all started for me that was my first experience selling off amazon okay i was like okay well i'm brand restricted see before that i was so focused right on amazon fba you know the whole idea you know you scan 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 all the you know reach arbitrage you scan everything brand restricted you keep pushing just keep moving um and sometimes i would uh, i would stop and, and try to figure it out but most of the time if it's brand restricted just keep moving keep scanning keep doing something else okay slow down just was, you know pick another platform but anyways um, went off on another little tangent right there, but it's all good. But th- there's two reasons why I'm, I'm changing the name um, from multi-channel reseller because I'm not a reseller culturally. I did not start off right reselling when I when I when I got into uh, you know e-commerce reselling. Generally, not all the time, you know. And sure, maybe things have changed, you know, but generally. A lot of the, um, uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of eBay sellers, you know, refer to themselves a lot as resellers. Now, I'm not an eBay guy. I'm not. I, 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 I've never done any garage oh. sales and a lot of eBay sellers do garage sales. They do a lot of, uh, um, um, you know, goodwill hunt, um not hunting, but Goodwill, uh, you know, they do a lot of sourcing from Goodwill and garage sales um, and all and, and and things like that, you know, finding usually one of one items. They usually find one of one items for the most part, you know, and and that's not what I do. Okay, it's not what I do. Now, like I said, technically we are all resellers, right? But I think I may be sure the people who are you know resellers in the cultural sense, they um you know they're they're within reach. They're within my target market or you know my 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 audience, right? And I'm sure a lot of people who listen to me, uh, probably are cultural res you know f- from the cultural sense a reseller, okay? But <clears throat> that is not what I do, okay? I'm more so, like I said, I am I am a seller. OK, so I am going to uh, for the most part, what I do is I'm looking for a, a way to source um, mass produced units. OK, and mass produced doesn't necessarily mean all factory made. Sometimes mass produced can be handmade, right? They just produce on a larger scale. You just use you know handmade. You know it can be still handmade. It's still mass produced. So I'm looking for when I source, I'm sourcing for the opportunity to buy uh, to reorder. If I can reorder, that is my you know. If I can't reorder, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm not doing the retail arbitrage anymore. Um, even though you can still source the same products, which I used to do. But, but the whole goal with the retail arbitrage was to, you know, after a while, it just stopped making sense to keep finding one of one items as a retail arbitrage guy. See a lot of resellers, right? A lot of eBay sellers and Macari and Poshmark sellers. These are one of one sellers for the most part, you know, not all of them, but for the most part. And, um, they, I, I, don't, I don't have that skill set. I just, I don't, I don't have that skill set, and also, I don't have the time, um, and it also just doesn't fit my, 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 my personality or my strategy. It doesn't fit my personality or strategy, but they make a lot more money. They were probably making a lot more money than me as a retail arbitrage guy, uh, at the time, right when I was doing reach arbitrage. Sure, the the numbers could sometimes pan out where you're making a lot of money, and a lot, of, and there were a lot of times where I made a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But see, when you are a reseller, you are looking for deals, right? You're good at negotiation. You know, you're good at, um, you're good. You know, you like I said. I'm not talking about all of them because you know there are a lot of resellers who do storage units. They buy storage units, or they buy. Um, they're able to um, buy in bulk. Um, um, you know, products at a, at a, at a, at a steep discount but they may not be able to reorder that stuff, but they were mass produced. They have more than one. So they're not one of one all the time. I'm just saying most of the time, they're one of one items most of the time, okay? But there's so many different ways that resellers source products. I'm just talking about the main ways that most people, when they first get in, what they kind of do, okay? Um, But anyways, so, so, so culturally, I am not a reseller. Okay. And that's not what I do. That doesn't really describe what I do. I am a seller. <laughs> I'm a seller. And 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 I would I align more closely to a wholesale buyer, right? So, I transitioned from retail arbitrage to wholesale. And I've been doing a lot of wholesale buying ever since. Even when I'm, you know, right now when I'm buying, you know, private label or white label, all that's still wholesale. That's considered wholesale still. You're just buying low and selling higher. That's all you're doing. Okay. So my expertise, I know how to do wholesale. I know how to do that. I know how to contact companies. I know how to uh, position myself as credible. I know how to, uh, um, you know. Uh, establish the relationship with companies and get a wholesale account and um you know scan items uh you know scan items from the wholesale companies to find which ones are likely to be good sellers okay every single item i ever picked out did not always pan out so let's not let's not let's not you know let me make that clear okay um and my skill set is also growing Into more of a uh, a private label white label um, type of seller, okay. I'm I'm transitioning into that slowly. It's real slow, you know. I'm not you know I'm I'm not in a super rush, but that's the next phase I'm getting into because it's it's very related to what I was doing before, but it just requires a little bit more legwork. It requires a little more. a little more leg work okay a little a little more leg work than than the wholesale buying that i was doing um <clears throat> so i did say there's two reasons why um and i did have two reasons i promise you okay i did have two reasons and i only went over one <laughs> so look if, if the other one comes up i'll 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 come back to it if the other one comes up Um, so, so the change isn't that big. It's, it's basically, I'm changing the name of the podcast from multi-channel reseller to, you may have guessed it, multi-channel seller. That's it. (laughs) All of that to tell you that I'm removing two letters out of the name of the podcast. So that's what's happening with that so I am the multi-channel seller and so are you okay that's how we're going to do this that's how we're going to do this and oh I remember now I remember the second reason the second reason why I'm changing the name of the podcast is it's more widely searched (laughs) multi-channel sellers more searched um and, and 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 i'm guessing okay here's 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 how i came up with this okay uh now i already own the domain i i what i generally do at the end of the year and i've been doing this for like at least three or four years now and i didn't even notice until recently okay the end of 2022 What I do is I, I tend to get ideas like around, you know, November, December. I tend to get, I tend to get ideas about, uh, you know, content ideas. You know, I like to buy domains. Okay. Sometimes I have a few, I have quite a few domains and I have been, I every, every, at the end of the year, I buy domains, I buy, um, podcasts and equipment that I don't use. You know, I'm still using my. I'm, I'm, right now, I'm using the same shit I've been using, which is my phone. Actually, I used to use a microphone and a laptop. Um, maybe even in 2019, maybe. Before that, I was using my using my phone. Then I bought a computer, a laptop, and a microphone. Then I went back to just using my phone. I'm still using my phone. So I, you know, I bought some more equipment. <laughs> bought more equipment than I, that I that 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 I may be using. I plan on using um and um and I and I buy domains. So I buy equipment and I buy domains. I've been doing that for the last couple last couple of years. Didn't even realize that's what without like clockwork, I, I did it without even thinking about it. Um <clears throat> so I, I own the domain, I bought the multi-channel reseller domain a couple of years ago, and I also bought the multi channel seller domain a couple years ago. This was before I changed it to multi-channel reseller. I had bought these domains up because I wasn't sure which one I was going to use. So I I thought multi-channel reseller would hit, you know, um, I thought that was the best one, you know, but I still bought other domains. I bought multi-channel reseller. I bought multi-channel seller. I bought multi-channel retailer. I bought, um, I bought those three. Okay, I wasn't sure which one I was gonna use. Multi-channel retailer, I may still do something with that later on. I might branch off and do uh, have a branch, something called multi-multi-channel retailer. I own the domain, so don't copy my shit. Okay, so so um, I'm gonna I might do something with that later on as I become a little bit more experienced because that that's that's another level. That's actually next level. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. Um, if anybody wants to buy the domain from me, holler at me, everything has a price, but, um, you know, getting, uh, that, you know, that, that's a great, probably a great, um, what do you call that? Um, agency business, which I'm not interested in where, you know, helping retailers, um, become multi-channel, you know, mom and pop retailers. Or, you know, or even larger corporations, you know, getting them on um, multiple platforms, you know, helping them establish multiple platforms or a, a multi-channel strategy or a omni-channel strategy. That's an option, too. But that's, you know, that's not that's something way, 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 way later, if at all. But when I bought the domain multi-channel seller a couple years ago, um you know, didn't think anything of it <clears throat> over time. I, I sometimes go and buy domains and, you know, I, you know, I put a, I put a few up for sale before I haven't sold any domains yet, but, um, I, I like owning them. Um, but I was just playing around in my GoDaddy account and, uh, you know, GoDaddy's where you buy the, you know, domains and stuff like that. Right. So when I'm, <clears throat> I'm doing a GoDaddy search, I'm like, Multi-channel seller. I forgot that I owned it. I forgot that I already owned the uh, the domain. I said, I think maybe that, you know, I think maybe that resonates with what I do or who who I am better. So I type it in, multi-channel reseller. Uh, excuse me, multi-channel seller. I type it in the GoDaddy search. It comes up as a um, as something called a premium domain. So a, a premium domain on GoDaddy is all it means is it is a title that many people search. And what they do is they put a dollar amount next to it, okay? Saying, hey, this title, based on, you know, their arbitrary, you know, not arbitrary, but their, their analysis is worth $3,000, for example. So, you know, um, multi-channel seller was a premium domain, and I forgot I owned it. I'm like, damn. And it had a dollar amount of $3,000. i am like, damn, I got to pay 3000 if I want this domain? So I went I went as far as calling up the uh, GoDaddy customer service. Because I've been seeing premium accounts, but I never really understood what it meant. And it, doesn't, and it doesn't really explain it. At least it doesn't explain it well, what a premium domain is. But when I talked to the customer service rep, that's what he told me. He said, hey, you know, uh, people are searching for this domain and, you know, we put a dollar amount on it. And what they do is with that dollar amount, if you accept to pay that dollar amount, they will assign a broker to you that will contact the domain owner and see if they will sell it for that dollar amount. So these premium domains are not domains that are listed for sale. These are just domains that GoDaddy." on their back end are discovering there's traffic and there's a desire for this uh, domain, they put a dollar amount on it and then if you want to buy it for that dollar amount, they'll contact the domain owner and see if they will sell it for that dollar amount, you know, to try to do a transaction because they're gonna get GoDaddy um will we'll broker the transaction. So they'll get a sale from that. So that's one way that they make money. Um but anyways, so I go back in my GoDaddy account. I go back in my GoDaddy account and I look. I'm like, "Oh shit. I own the domain." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, "Wow, that's that's interesting." I that's very interesting. So, here we are. That is the second reason why I ch- change the the name of the podcast. Um so there's other changes um that I plan on making Honestly, I don't want to talk about them. It changes in terms of podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want to talk about them because, um, I want to do it first. I want to be closer to doing it before I talk about it. You know, that's just what I want to do. I don't want to talk about it. And then it doesn't happen for a long time. And then you guys are like, well, what happened to what you said about this? Um, yeah. So there will be other changes that I plan on making, okay, to the uh to the podcast. Um Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's get into the main topic. Well, before we do that, let's take a quick break. Okay? We're going to pause for a quick break. Um I don't have any, see, right now, I don't have any uh, zero-cola, zero-calorie cola with me right now. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning, and I don't want none. You right now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, it's been a while since I've been drinking that stuff on the podcast. I I, I enjoy thoroughly my zero-calorie cola, but I ain't got none right now. But anyways, let me take a quick break. Let's take a quick break and and we'll come right back and then we'll get into the main topic. All right, we are back. So let's get into the main topic. Throw away your annual goals. Throw it away. Okay? So if you're a person who at the end of the year comes up with these master plans or goals for the following year cut that shit out tell you right now cut it out alright cause that's what is killing you is killing you is killing your business and it is not effective planning well You may ask, what do you suggest? Well, what I suggest is cutting down your year into 12 weeks. Also called the 12-week year. I've talked about this before. Almost a year ago. I talked about a book called The Twelve Week Year. I'm reading this book right now. Okay. I'm reading this book right now. And funny thing is, I, I bought this book years ago. But I wasn't ready. You know? I bought it on I bought the book and then I I I moved. That's what happened. I moved. uh, And when I moved in 2019, I moved to where I am now. Um, All my books are still boxed up. I haven't unboxed my books just in case I move again. And them shits is heavy. So I don't want to put my books out. And, 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 um, I generally move every couple of years, you know? So at the time, like, you know, I was like, okay, just cause I have to move again next couple of years, I don't want to redo this. So let me just keep it in these boxes. So anyways, I couldn't find the book. Okay. So I bought it on audio book, listened to it, wasn't ready, wasn't ready. Okay. I bought the book again. I, I bought the I bought an audio book back then. So I bought the actual book again. Um, about a year ago. Okay, and I wanted to get to the book after I finished another book I talked about. See, I I had an episode called like the, the three books that'll make you a millionaire. One being <clears throat> um, vivid, vivid vision, right? The second one was this one, 12-week year. And the other one is a book called Work That System. Okay. So last year, I focused on working that system. I didn't finish that book. I actually didn't even start the book physically. I have an audio book. So I listened to the audio book. Didn't complete it. Um, <clears throat> however, if you remember... I started implementing my, <clears throat> um, my SOPs last year. I was talking about that for quite a bit. The standard operating procedures, and I think I may even change the name to, um, KB uh, knowledge base. But standard operating procedures. See, some companies call them SOPs, other companies call them KB. I worked I worked for companies on both sides, that that called them both things, KBs, knowledge base, or SOPs, same thing. But anyways, last year I talked a lot about that. And also I, you know, created, I created a lot of SOPs. All right. So there's a lot of parts of my business that are systematized. Okay. Cool. That's good. I also talked a lot about my vivid vision. Um. <clears throat> And it took me a long time to do this. It took me pretty much the whole year, you know, to create my vivid visions. And I'm still not done because there's there's um um. There are three vivid visions that I that I'm creating. Um, one I have complete. I have my uh, business vivid vision, my uh, my you know my entrepreneurial vivid vision. The next one, <clears throat> the next one I'm working on now, is it's, it's pretty much complete. I just I need to review it again, So I kind of just finished it up and then I haven't touched it again. So I just want to review it and edit it and make sure it makes sense. Is my personal vivid vision, okay? And then the uh, <clears throat> the third one that I created uh, is my family vivid vision. I have all of them complete. But it's my family and my personal vivid vision that, I, um, that I, I just need to, I just need to like, you know, edit it, you know, make sure it makes sense, okay? Because like I said, I just completed them, wrote them up, and then kind of moved on to the next thing because I was entering Q4 and got busy and so on and so forth, all right? But life has been a little crazy last year. You know, we brought in a new baby, um, our sixth kid last year, and... You know what? I, I beat myself up a lot. Like like these days, it just takes me a lot of time. to it just takes me a long time to do anything. You know, it just takes me a long time to get anything done. But I still try to get stuff done. You know, I still push forward and, and, and get things done. Um, so, yeah, for the whole year on that level, i focused on SOPs and my vivid vision. Okay. So working systems and vivid vision. The next phase was to master the 12-week year. I did plan on g- finishing the book prior to year end so I can have like a, uh, you know, so I can be, you know, ready for the beginning of the year. But, you know, it didn't happen that way. And I'm glad it happened that way because I, I was still operating in the, in the, I was still operating within the trance of annual goals. Let me start this at the beginning of the year. Let me do this by the end of the year. Cut it out. Got to cut that out. That's dead now. Once you see the 12 week year, you can't unsee it. So I am um, about six chapters in. I think it's about 21 chapters. I'm about six chapters in the 12 week year. And this is, this is one of the f- first books in a long time where like my brain, I I'm, my, my brain, I, like, even though I read, I read probably half this book years ago. It's almost like I never even read it. I'm reading it now. It's almost like I never read it. My brain is like making these fire. I'm, my brain is firing, you know, making connections and, and I'm really, uh um, really interested in this book it is the I believe it's the key it's the key to all of my future achievement and and I think it's the key to achievement period see when I first started this podcast I remember the very first episode I remember talking about i I remember saying I want this podcast. I, I, I have this desire and I always had this desire for accomplishing and achieving, but there was a piece that I was always struggling with. It's like, okay, you know, everything's created twice, right? Everything is created twice. You create it first in your mind and in the real world, but there is something in between that happens. See, I, I, I remember talking about in the podcast, like, you know, I want to, you know, discover how to think of something and then make it happen. Like that is, that is the, uh, that is the magic or that is the power of the human being is to be able to think something and then take it out of their head and put it into the real world. That is a, like, it, it's, it's, it's an underrated power of human beings. We underrate it. Okay. But this 12 week year, this concept is the bridge between what you think and then it coming to fruition. Throw away your annual goals and turn it into twelve weeks. Now, this is the book that I think I'm going to be talking about, you know, forever, because a lot of people, you know, um, including myself, are unsure on how to create things. Now, I've talked about in the past that I'm not a goal person. I don't. I don't like goals. I used to hate it. I was open, I was always open to learning how to do goals. But it just never made sense for me. Because, you know, during the time, you know, earlier on, right? uh, In my entrepreneurial career, I didn't, goals wasn't really like... I'm trying to get to the next day. I'm in survival mode. My goal, like my goal is to survive. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to survive. Even in business. Now, every business I ever started, I didn't know what the end result was going to look like. I had no clue. All I knew was, hmm, this is something I'm interested in. I'm going to try it. So what goals am I going to have? I mean, sure, we all think, oh, you know, make a million dollars. That's not really a goal. I want to make a million dollars. That's not a goal. I want to have five franchises, 10 franchises. And, you know, when I was doing that stuff, that's not a goal. That's not a goal. So I was doing goals the same way most people do goals, which is just like, oh, you think of something. It's like, I I don't look at, those aren't goals to me. So when I say, I don't never have goals. I don't, what I mean is, I didn't do anything different from what everybody else did. You know, I didn't think of goals differently from everybody else most people don't achieve anything they say okay so you want to make a million dollars that's not a goal okay you want to um you want financial freedom that that's not a goal that's that's not a goal okay there's more to it okay there's more to it and now I finally understand what the missing link for me was why i always felt uncomfortable about writing my goals down you know i, I you know, listen i've been doing this a long time okay i've been doing this you know since i was about 15 16 years old studying success pursuing entrepreneurship i've been doing it ever since then so i've ran in many circles okay so i remember you know when i was uh, like i you know i've talked about this before but when I was, you know, in multi-level marketing when I was 17, I was introduced to personal development, right? And I was during that time, I think the secret, uh the secret came out during that time, I think, or maybe or you know, not too long before. But I got into that, right? And then I got you know, I got into, you know, write your visions, write your goals, and write this down and write this down and, and say it to yourself and affirmations and all this. And I tried all of it. I tried all of it. But 16 years later, I finally understand what I'm missing. What I was missing was a vision. And I said this about myself uh, last year, sometime last year, when I, when I was talking about maybe vivid, vivid vision, when I learned about that. I said, the, I, I lack vision. That's the one thing, that's my weakness. I don't have vision. Without vision, you can't have goals. You can't have goals if you don't have a vision. Well, what's a vision? You got you got to go down that path of how to establish a vision. See, I should not, the, the, the starting point is not the goals and how to write goals. The starting point is the vision and how to create a vision. That is the starting point. It's not the goals. And that's where, I've always felt weird about goals. So it's not that I'm opposed to, it's not that I was opposed to goals or it's not that I was, it's it's not even that I'm not a goal person. That's not even, you know, I know I say that, but um, that's not even the case. It's I lack vision. I lack vision. Okay. And what are entrepreneurs? Entrepreneurs are visionaries. So now I understand (laughs) And, and 16, 17 years later, I get it now. Okay. And this book, this book came out 2013. This book is probably one of the most underrated books on success I have ever read. And I, I've read a lot of books. This is like... This should be... This should be a book to entrepreneurs as rich dad, poor dad is to real estate investors. This is the book, okay? Um, that There's a lot of game here. And, and I'm just like, whoa, this... A lot of people don't know about this book. I I forgot how I heard about it. But I'm just like, wow, this 2013? I don't hear anybody talking about this. Okay, anybody. But I'm going to give you a highlight, you know, a highlight of what the the gist of it is. And I want you to go get the book. Okay, you got to go get it. This is the book. If there's no other book you get, if, there's, if, you don't, if you're not even a reader of books, that's cool. Okay? If there's no other book you ever buy in the rest of your life, this is the one. It's called 12 Week Year or The 12 Week Year. 12 weeks is the new year. Each week... Is equal to a month. Each day of the week. Is equal to a week. This is the pure paradigm shift. Okay. 12 months. Or excuse me. 12 weeks rather. Is long enough. To get something done. And short enough. To create a sense of urgency. Look, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of not doing everything I could to achieve something. You know? Like, I am I am guilty. Look, <laughs> I'm guilty. A lot of times, and, 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 and not, not always, a lot of times, you know, within, within the past year or so, I kicked my feet up. Like, yo, I don't really have anything to do right now. When I say kick my feet up, I, it, it, it's not the same as what kick my feet up used to be before kids. Like when I when I when I, when I kick my feet up, it's like three in the morning. Okay, that's when that's me kicking my feet up. Or even sometimes twelve, you know, midnight. That's kick my feet up from midnight to about one in the morning, or midnight to about one thirty. Kick my feet up, you know put on some game of thrones you know i did that last year ran through the whole game of thrones last year you know i thoroughly enjoyed myself because i i enjoy i enjoy the tv series so i don't look at that as like a waste of time i barely i don't you know i don't i don't i don't watch tv a lot so when i do watch tv i enjoy it okay all right now i do regret watching house of dragons that was some bullshit OK, spin off of Game of Thrones. Bullshit. OK, but. There are times where I'm like, all right, I can delay this thing here. And the only reason why I was doing that is because I didn't really have any clear. Objectives that I was trying to reach. OK, see, if I'm on a 12 week, if I'm on a 12 week plan, right. I'm on a 12 week plan, I know exactly here's, here's what the book teaches. Okay. The book teaches what if you have a 12 week plan, each week of the 12 weeks is, is you accomplishing, accomplishing 12 significant things to accomplish a 12 week plan. Now, sure, it may not work out that way as far as it may not be 12 significant things, but it may be five or you know six. You might have to accomplish it within a week or two. But I urge you to try to break it down, even though if it's something that takes two weeks, break it down into a week on how do you do? How do you complete that thing within uh, uh, what do you need to accomplish the first week to to have it done by the second week? So, you know, so you can still break it down to 12 significant things. So you need to have 12 significant things. Okay. 12 significant things you need to accomplish each week to get your plan. And guess what? Each week you have something significant, significant to accomplish. That means you got to break down each day, each day. What do you need to accomplish to get to your significant goal by the end of the week? all right now that's not to say that you're not going to have any free time you know that's not, that's not to say that you know you because you could you can you can still have a 12, 12 week plan and be you know be on your 12 week plan and still have time to kick it you know what i mean you can still you know but for me it's a little bit different i ain't got time to kick it like that whatever time i am kicking it <sighs> You know, sometimes I could be doing something else. You know what I mean? Sometimes I could be doing something else, you know? So, um, something productive, rather. But a lot of times, I do want to just, like, dang, just catch a little break. You know what I mean? Now, here's the thing. I'll give you an example. You know, last year I was pretty busy. I was busy. Um, But last year, around this time, I'll say the first six months of last year were incredible for me. You know, the best ever, my best ever months ever, okay? I was doing about 34, 35,000 in sales, you know, across all the platforms together. And I was working probably about you know, max, on okay, on average, you know, probably about two, two hours a day. Maybe three, maybe three, maybe. Okay, maybe. It just didn't take much to do what I was doing. You know, sales were pretty decent. We were, you know, doing pretty good. You know, the economy was pretty good. You know what I mean? You know, and then May started happening. Got that dip. I was like, oh, okay, this is, uh, it's not that good right here. You know, everything cuts in half in May and June, July, August, kind of plat- plateaus. I'm not going too far down, but I'm not going up. I'm like, all right, well, now I got to start, you know, thinking of shit to do, right? Like, okay, I got to, you know, do this. I got to, you know, put more products up. I got to do all this work, right? You know what I'm saying? And And I did it you know I talked about all this stuff right how I you know doubled tripled my listings I uh, you know doubled my advertising and so I'm you know I'm I'm responding right you know it, look I'm still here I made it still you know I made it you know got through it you know but but see I'm responding though I'm reacting you know that that's the only thing I was reacting to the market See, if I was on a twelve-week year, I wouldn't. I wouldn't react like that. Now, I wasn't panicking. I was just like, okay, look, it is what it is. <laughs> like, I'm not about to kill myself. You know what I'm saying? And, um, it just is what it is. I, I wasn't panicking, but I was responding. You know, let's not let's not do that. And I started, you know, my my daily work activities started increasing. You know what I'm saying? So. Now I'm not working two hours a day, you know, um, you know, and then allegedly making anywhere from six and a half to nine, nine grand in a month, allegedly. Okay. You know, doing, doing, you know, doing what I was doing, but you know, but with the 12 week year. I am, you know, and I, I also didn't have any of the plans that I have now, you know, I didn't really have, you know, all the plans that I have now. So I was working less, but I also didn't have any plans of doing any, of doing anything more than what I was doing. I was still doing everything that, that I wanted to do. I was doing more and I was focused on sales, right? So how do I increase my sales? You know, have my all my I want to hit my sales goals. So I wasn't I wasn't not achieving anything I wanted to achieve. I was just floating. You know, what I'm saying I was floating a little bit. You know, and just enjoying enjoying the uh, enjoying the ride. Okay. With the 12 week year, I now have a more focused um, approach. Now, the 12 week year starts with the vision. Which I already created, right? So remember, I talked about the, you know my vision within three years is to net a hundred thousand a month. I may change that, um, because I, for me, I like the idea. I, I don't. I don't need to net hundred grand a month in three years. However, I do need to gross a hundred thousand dollars a month. You know, I want to gross hundred thousand dollars a month first. You I mean in order to net hundred thousand dollars a month, you gotta first gross it. <laughs> you gotta gross hundred thousand dollars a month. You know, so I want to gross it within three years. So I don't want to net it. I have I have a, the rest of my life to net hundred grand a month, but I want to gross a hundred grand a month with at least sixty percent returns. Okay, so my net would be about sixty grand. More than enough. I'm not, you know, <laughs> there's no need to net a hundred grand. It's just not, there's no, no no need for that. Okay. Even with all my kids, you're right. So, you know, three years, you know, maybe the three years after that, I, I can, you know, net a hundred grand a month. That's, that's cool, but let's gross it. Okay. So yeah, I did dumb my goal down. Sure. But listen, <laughs> whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like gross a hundred grand. I'm not gonna be worse off by grossing 100 grand and netting 60 instead of netting 100 grand. Not that big of a not that big of a difference, okay? In the grand scheme of things, um, so so let me gross 100 grand a month the next three years at 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 least 60 percent returns. Okay, so anyways. So my, um, let me, let me go over this real quick. So, um, I am, oh yeah, right. So the, the, the 12 week year, all of that starts with your vision. Okay. So, right. My vision, this is part of my vision. It's not the whole thing, but part of my vision is to, you know, make a hundred grand in, in a month. Every month, so that's 1.2 million a year, gross. Which, when I think about it, it's not that too far off. If I did for last year, I did 428,000 in sales. Okay, so I'm talking about triple, barely, you know, barely triple, less than less than triple my my sales. Okay, um so that makes you know that's that's it. That's pretty decent. Three triple three years, I'll be there. All right, that's that's something easily to think about, right? Triple in three years, three years triple, right? Three years is triple, whatever. But anyways, um, it starts out with the vision. So part of my vision is hundred thousand dollars in 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 um sales. Okay, that's part of it. Now I'm just using this for the example. Now from there, right? I work. I just reverse engineer. You know, reverse engineer three years from now, hundred grand a month. So in 12 week increments from, from then, from the future, three years to now, what does that look like in 12 week in, uh, increments? Now, here's the thing. That, uh, it's a lot of 12 weeks. Okay. But I can still work generally I can still work backwards a little bit without filling in all the details of all the 12 weeks, okay? So I may, okay, let me work back in maybe six months, okay, for the first two years. So three years from now, 100 grand a month. So what do I need to have accomplished six months before then? And then six months before then? And then 12 weeks from there, working backwards, okay? Because, I mean, honestly... You can get lost in all of the. You can get lost in creating so this this whole master, you know. Plan, okay, you know, because it, it, that's going to defeat the purpose. If it, if you're taking so long to just create some massive plan of all these different twelve weeks, no, you just you just the reverse engineer. So here's 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 what okay. So here's here's what um. Here are some of the uh, activities that I need to do well. Okay, so my twelve-week plan isn't done, and and I'm reading more into the book. I may have to revisit my vivid vision. Okay, um, because there are some ideas from the twelve-week plan. That I really liked that may make me edit some of my vivid vision, maybe I don't know yet, I haven't finished the book, but I want to finish the book i would really want to uh do it finish the book and i'm 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 reading a lot of chapters each day, maybe like two or three, not a lot, but like like two chapters a day I should be done within the next two weeks or or less but anyway, so there's some so some of the things that I need to that I'm gonna have right as far as accomplishments um, to accomplish my goal, uh, a lot of that is going to include, okay? This is just some things that's, that the tw- that my, my uh, some of the things that are gonna be part of my plan that are gonna help me achieve my vivid vision, okay? So uh, I'm just gonna go over them. So one, private label products. More private label products. Um I have I have a lot of ideas. And when I say ideas, I'm not talking about like, oh, I came up with this idea. No. I'm talking about, oh, my customers are asking about these things. Okay? My customer are at, my customers are asking about these things. Or I do or or there's uh, similar products like like for example you know I, I talked about you know i have two sort of separate businesses in a sense in the sense that i during uh, q4 i sell seasonal q4 items you know and i also have my main thing okay i have private label ideas on both of on both sides of those i, w- I would like to move away from wholesale, cause i you know i what I do on the seasonal side in Q4 is all wholesale, you know. I want to move away from that uh, and and do more private. Do my create my own uh, holiday Christmas company where I have my own products, and I have quite a bit of ideas because I've been selling in that niche at least for the last four or five years, or maybe four years, five years. I think five, maybe four but I've been in the niche for about four years now and I've seen quite a few things. Okay. And there's a lot of different opportunities and I, I don't need, a, I don't, and I don't need a lot of products. Okay. You just need a few that hit very well. Okay. Now, now for me, I feel comfortable doing that. A lot of people don't, right? Because they you know, sees it's seasonal. That's the purpose. Uh, you, you sell it temporarily. A lot of people don't want to take that risk. And I used to be that person that didn't want to take the risk of selling seasonal items. But I'm comfortable with the customer base because I know that, you know, these people buy. There's certain things you can sell all year round, even though most of the sales come from a certain part of the year. And not only that, I feel comfortable doing it because I'm familiar with the niche and familiar with certain products. OK, so anyways, so more private label products on both sides, my q4 seasonal side and my main niche side okay that's gonna help me get to a hundred grand gross okay more of that you know and i also want you know that'll help me control more of my my you know i have more control of my my business i guess you could say okay um another one is um Paying down debt, okay? Just getting, getting rid of my debt. Um, that's going to play a huge role into, you know, help, you know, later on if I need to with um, better financing terms. Like, it's, let's say if I need, say if I have some private label products that I test out and they work out very well um, and I need to do like a reorder, right? I got to make sure my credit is where it needs to be i don't have you know debt old nasty dirty debt okay you know so be getting better and getting more of a financial better a better financial position so so here's the thing like my my debt um i'm, I'm pretty confident i'll be able to pay that off at least by the end of the year i have some debt i have about um I have um fourteen. I have about twenty six thousand in business debt. That's at zero percent. That's due by the end of the year. It's going zero percent until December of this year. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, had a few situations that didn't work out. Okay, so that's that, which is cool. Not big. Not this. It's it's. I'm not worried about it, you know, um, luckily this past Q4, I was able to pay down, uh, a significant amount of, uh, debt that I've, that I've had. And the thing is like, the, not all the debt that I have, it's not like, oh, you know, I just borrowed some money and, um, uh, and nothing came out of me borrowing it, Right. A lot of times, it's kind of borrowing money for inventory. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes it's borrowing money for inventory. And what I do a lot of times is when I buy a lot of, um, when I I buy some inventory, I take my current profits and I pay down the debt, okay? So when when I am selling that inventory during the year, I am pocketing the money, Right. I'm able to pocket the money, but my the debt that I used to pay for it is already paid off. And that, that allows me to pocket the money from the sales. So I'm actually, you know, forfeiting my current profits, you know, for my future profits. Not with everything that I do, but with certain situations that I that I have going on. I I, I do it that way. So a lot of times, like like for example, I have the white label products, okay. I bought that, you know, I used some debt to, to buy it, but, um, I have not made all my money back yet because I haven't sold everything yet. So I've already paid off that debt with my current profits. Okay. Now I'm making sales, so I'm going to make the money back, but I am, um, I am paying on the front end. Okay. I'm paying on the front end in hopes for a bigger return or, you know, a not in hopes, but I'm paying on the front end, and I'll be getting paid on the back end okay I'm, I'm paying for the i'm paying for on the front end though okay now my debt that I have that that twenty six thousand that's due at the end of the year a lot you know a lot of that had to do with uh, some seasonal products that i've 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 bought what a year or two a year ago you know when in twenty twenty one When, you know, I, I talked about this, you know, I'm not going to get into it too much right now, but yeah, a lot of bad decisions I made in 2021. Um, but you know, that, that, that's going to be paid off by the end of the year. I'm not concerned about that. You know, my, my relationship with debt is a whole lot better than it was in the past, but I'm tired of having debt like that. Okay. I'm taking risks. Some of them' is paying some of them are paying off, some of them are paying off slowly, and then you know I'm, I'm ready to switch it up where it's like, okay, I'm not using too much debt to finance different situations okay anyway, it's pay down my debt that's part of uh, pay down debt that's gonna be part of the the, the plan um, to get to my vis- my vision um, control my spending right it's on a personal level just controlling my controlling my spending um i like having you know little small goals like checking my credit card statement every month you know i I like stuff like that like okay this year i'm okay with that if you have like i said throw away your annual goals i'm okay with small i like small little goals like that like okay man this year 2023 i'm gonna be checking my statements every goddamn month okay um and getting more, um, uh, you know, making sure you know, no one's taking my money fraudulently, right? Uh, you'd be surprised how many people take your money fraudulently. And you have so many transactions coming off your credit card, you wouldn't even know what's what. So just get, just getting more of a handle on that. And, you know, over the years, it's like, you know, some years you have a handle on it. Some years you don't. And some years you do. Like, you know, I've been doing it for a little, little while now. So some years are better than others. But this year, I want to get better at um, tracking my spending a little more. Um, when I say tr- not tracking it, but checking my credit card statement. You know, not, not tracking it. Tracking it, you could use like Mint.com and all that other stuff, QuickBooks or whatever, right? No, I mean, looking at the purchases every single month. The only problem is, it's so much, okay? It's so much. And I need to figure out how to, you know, limit that, okay? Um, I mean, I've I've been doing good last year. This year, I just plan, you know, this year and moving forward, I just plan on doing better at it. Um, Spending less, okay? Spending less, um, another, uh, another piece that's going to be part of the, you know, the plans that I'm, the plans I'm going to create another piece that's going to be part of it to get to my, to get to my vision is saving money. Now I did have a savings. I had a, you know, Q4 was very nice to me, by the way. I had a savings about 14 grand by the end of Q4. I paid off about, uh, nine. What did I pay off? So nine. Pay off almost about 20 grand of uh, paid down about 20 grand of debt. Um, and I was able to save about 14 grand. Okay. But I forgot about something. So I forgot that I need to do a reorder on, uh, you know, on, on one of my products that i have it's my best-selling product so my bundle that i talked about um my best-selling product is 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 consists of that bundle that i have that i talked about in the previous episode i think the episode's called um uh, a six-figure bundle or something like that you know and and i and i did six figures i did six figures on not the, I didn't sell six figures of the bundle. I sold six figures total of the listing. So sometimes people buy the bundle. Sometimes sometimes people buy the uh, the product individually. So that listing, in, that one listing, I did six figures on the listing. Half of that was probably about, was, you know, half of the sales came from the bundle. Um, but about six figures in all. So um, it was about 105,000 in sales. For that one product um and um, my, my margin's pretty nice on that my margin's pretty nice um but anyways so i have to re-up on some materials for that for that bundle and that, that's gonna cost me 8400 all right so had to take that from my savings it wasn't my savings to begin with it was, they had to just go back into the business So, um, by the end of this month, I have about almost six grand in savings, savings that I don't have to touch. You know what I'm saying? Just like that's six grand. And every month I do anticipate, I anticipate, um, this, 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 uh, uh, because I'm, I'm more, my spending and all that kind of stuff is a little bit more controlled now than it was last year. I anticipate being able to save about a thousand dollars a month. That's my anticipation. And then, um, because I, I still have some seasonal items from a couple of years ago, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, 20, 2021 was a bad, 2021, excuse me, was, a, was not that great for me, Q4 wise, on that side of the business, on that side of my business. So anyways, when I start making that money back at the end of this year from those products, that's going to go to my savings. So, about another four grand. So on top of the thousand dollars a month that I anticipate on being able to put away, another four grand, um, of, uh, of money that I'm getting back from the sales of those Q4 items, should be able should is art not should, will be going to my savings. Okay, um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, so at the, at the end of the at the end of at the end of this year, I should be. You know, assuming, you know, no catastrophic, catastrophic events happening in the world, you know, or, you know, anything crazy happens in the world, you know, all things equal. I should be pretty decent. Even if the world goes to shit, I should still be OK, you know, because money still money still is going to flow in my niche. So I'll be OK, you know, I won't need to get a job or nothing, so I'll be OK. But anyways, <clears throat> so control my spending, save my money, and then the last one is I'm going uh, I'm going to be selling on a new channel. Okay, so these things I listed are going to be all a part of my plans, my 12 week plans um, for the next year or so. So I'm gonna break it down. That break down the next year within uh, twelve week sessions, <clears throat> and all these things are gonna be part of my plan to get to my vivid vision. So I'm gonna be selling on the new channel, but this time I'm not selling on a marketplace. This time I'm gonna be selling on my own channel, okay? Through uh through a funnel on my own website. So I'm gonna be testing um products. <clears throat> so I'm gonna start with <clears throat> I'm gonna start with my most successful product. And, uh and try to garner uh and try to garner more sales is that a word garner try to garner more sales through that channel <clears throat> um and then I'm gonna ch- want to test quite a bit of things because i have the thing is i ha- i have a setup right now i have a setup right now where i have Different products, okay. I am. Um, I can utilize a funnel for um, for bundles, right? So that the whole idea of the, the funnel is I'm, I'm going to start with is uh, is selling my bundles, right? So you know I'm going to offer obviously the product by itself, and then I'm going to you know entice people to uh, you know give upsells to more products you know i have a a bundle of my most successful product is a bundle of two however i do have a third product that i have not added to that bundle okay so i'm going to offer all three through a funnel and then you know see how that works out okay i don't know how it's going to work out I'm going to see how that works out. I'm going to be selling on a different channel. That's going to be a whole different skill set that I'm actually have to, I'm going to have to learn I have to understand marketing a little better. See, the benefits of selling on a marketplace like Amazon, uh, Etsy, eBay, Poshmark, any of these selling platforms is they handle the marketing for you, right? So that's not a skill set that you you learn too much because for the most part, is handled for you. Yeah, you might have to throw up a few, throw a few dollars at PPC on Amazon, or you gotta, you know, throw a few dollars on the promoted listings on eBay, uh, Poshmark. You don't have to do anything. Macari, you don't have to do. Uh, you you can promote on Macari. and yeah, you can you can also promote on uh, 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 Poshmark as well. It just doesn't cost you to do that. Outside of the cost of you know lowering your product price or something like that um but you're gonna throw dollars on ebay etsy and um amazon you know you're gonna you know they're gonna charge you now i do find it to be a bit scammy okay i do believe ppc is a scam i believe the promoted listings on ebay is a scam i also believe that Etsy is a scam. Etsy's less of a scam, but it's still a scam. Okay? Because I've talked about this before. They're not they're not doing this for free for you. Okay. Don't think, especially Amazon. Amazon is the biggest scammer. So they're not gonna promote promote your product for free for you. Even when you pay, they're, you're, you're gonna still pay. You're gonna pay the you're going to pay the cost that it, it costs them to advertise your product, and then you're going to pay a little bit on top of that. They're not going to do it for free, okay? Um, I'll just give you a quick example, a quick example, and I'm not going to you know rag on it too long, but here's, what's, here's what happens sometimes on Amazon, and there's no way for you to fully know. You just have to know your analytics, okay? And this is why I... Generally, rely on organic for the most part. When it comes to Amazon, I don't use PPC. I never. Used, I had, that's not true. I try to use it. It didn't work out well. But here's what happens, though. I've seen it happen with other people, and I've seen it happen to myself too. What they will do is, um, you could be, you know, you could put. Let's say you have a product, right? And you're getting organic sales. Let's say eBay does this too. So let's say you're getting, you know, eBay will tell you your organic sales are 10. And then let's say you do a promoted listing. You put a few few dollars on the promoted listings. Okay. And then we start promoting the listings. Let's say, see, your organic sales last month were 10. See, and then your organic sales this month with your promoted listings are are 8. For example, this is for example your organic sales this month are eight and your sales from promoted listings are four. Okay, that's cool. You got what, two more sales than you would have or two more sales than you did last the previous month without the promoted listings. And then, you know, moving on, moving on, a couple months go by, whatever. What has to happen is your organic sales start going down and your promoted sales start going up. So it looks like the the promoted listings or the peep, or the the listings with pay-per-click. It looks like the uh, sales from that are going up. It looks like it. But what happens is you're double paying for for uh, for sales, because if you would have just kept your organic sales as is. And let your organic sales continue to go. You wouldn't be paying. You you wouldn't pay for PPC. You're getting organic sales, but what tends to happen is your organic sales or your organic sales starts to go down, and your promoted sales or your P, your promoted sales on eBay and then PPC on Amazon starts to go up. So they stop or they stop the organic sales of your sales. Is what I'm trying to tell you, okay? To make it seem like PPC works, and then, and then you, re, then now you're relying on PPC, and you don't have organic organic cells, or you don't have a lot, or there's, and, and, and there's nothing you could do about that because they're in control of both your PPC cells and also your organic cells. So that's scammy. That's that's why it's scammy to me because they're both they're in control of both of that. Anyways, this, this is not a conspiracy episode. So, um, so I'm selling, I, selling this year, I, I'm going to be, uh, you know, I, see, even I have to throw away my annual thinking, right? I keep saying this year, this year, no, 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 no. The language is 12 weeks, 12 weeks, 12 weeks. So one of the 12 weeks, uh, I'm going to have, you know, introducing a new selling channel. Um, and, and I just, I just listed a few things. That that I'm gonna be doing, that are gonna help me get to my vivid vision. So more private label products and white label products if needed, but private label products. Keeping my debt down, paying down my debt, and, and 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 not establishing again the kind of debt that I had before. Right, controlling my personal spending better, saving more money, introducing a new sales channel in marketing, right? Marketing my products in a certain way through my own sales channel. That's going to that's going to require a whole different uh, skill set. I'm going to start I'm I'm going to have to start putting money, excuse me, I'm going to have to start putting money into, you know, advertising in a different way, right? My margins may be a little bit smaller, you know, but I don't really know yet. I haven't tried it. All I can do is try it, but um here's, here's what possibly can happen. You know, I never knew what was going to happen. See, the thing is like, the thing is about when it comes to setting goals and in a, in a, another uh, paradigm shift that I had in terms of goals is a lot of us, we set these um, numbers goals, right? So that's why when I was giving examples of, what's not a goal when I was like oh making a million dollars that's not a goal okay it's not because you can't control whether you make a million dollars you can't control how much money you're gonna make and that was the mistake that I made last year I was like okay I want to make 600,000 in sales that was my goal okay the problem with that is is it doesn't identify any activities The only thing you can control are your activities. So yes, you can have numbers goals. And this is the book teaches this too. Yes, you can have numbers goals, but you have to have critical activity goals. See, these these goals that I talked about, they're activity goals. They're not numbers. Paying down debt, private label products, new channels, selling, selling on a new channel, saving money, control spending. These are activity goals. The reason why I struggled, one of the reasons why I struggled with goals is because I knew something wasn't right. And I didn't know that that was the thing that was not right. That I lean, I lean more towards activities. I like activity goals, numbers goals. The problem with numbers goals is you don't know if you're going to hit the numbers or not. You don't know, but you do know what you're going to do. Now I said all that to say is I I didn't know any of the things that I have any, anything that i have now i did not know what it was going to happen the only thing i was able to control was my actions my actions were hmm what if i do this bam i did that and bam that, now now it's my number one selling product bam now it's my number one selling bundle bam now i'm making x amount of dollars bam like but it comes from me trying different things doing different things activities okay so here's what could possibly happen when I'm selling, you know, my products through through funnels this time. What if something hits? What if, what if my best selling product on on Etsy, for example, my bundle, okay? What if it hits the same way through the funnel? And if it does, that is going to be massive. When I say mass, like I make, I make a Make a decent amount of money on this bundle. Even the product by itself, I make a decent amount of a return. Okay, um, my return is a hundred percent of my cost. Okay, well, the product by itself. When I sell the product by itself in a bundle, I make eight more dollars on top of that. So twenty dollars I make on the product itself, and then twenty-eight dollars when I when I make on the bundle. Okay, and uh, yeah. Anyways, what if it pops? And if it doesn't pop, I'll try a different product. So I'm I'm gonna move through my best selling products through funnels on my own website and see how that and see what happens. That's what I can control. Now the numbers that come out of that, I don't control that. But you know what? It's exciting to think about what could happen. But what I do know, for example, I will do is the activities selling on a new channel, right? All right. That's all I got for you. Throw away your annual goals. Okay. Think in 12 weeks. Until next time, family. Peace.